Lagers, Pilsners, India Pale Ales, Double IPAs, Doppelbox, Belgian Goldens. That's right, it's all here on another round of Brews Day Tuesday. Here's Drez and Big Nate. Brews Day Tuesday resumes. It is Tuesday afternoon, after all. Evening? Isn't it after 6 p.m. is technically evening? I, You know, I've, I've never really gotten a firm grasp it's, it's on It's hard time. this time of year because it feels like we're not even close to evening. We're going to have three more hours, basically, of yeah. sun. So I mean, I don't get in bed until, like, 1 in the morning anyway, so... <laughs> Time, time's all subjective. Either way, it is still Brews Day Tuesday, which means we are drinking beer uh, and big ups and thanks to our sponsor, the Cellar Restaurant and Six Pack Store in downtown Blacksburg, which is where these ones came from. Went on a little beer run, and we just did a, a Nate's Picks and a Dress Picks, and, you know, I do like to pick and focus on IPAs and stuff I haven't drank. But the other thing I really enjoy is most any beers that have a high ABV. So uh, this round is we're kicking it up a notch, and of course, when you get the boast of both, when the best, of, have we been drinking already? Did we start? <laughs> Seems that, that way. The best of both worlds is an imperial hazy IPA. I Ooh. have from Deschutes the Haze Tron, which is coming in at a nice, respectable eight percent. So the cellar is the only place I've seen that one. I this is. The only time, place I've ever seen it as it well. Seems Otherwise, like I would have bought it. So For that brief period that Deschutes was in Roanoke, you had access to a lot of Deschutes beer. But I've never seen that one other than at the cellar. Yeah, so this is... Because looking at that can, I would pick that up in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, it, it does have a pretty badass uh, little logo there. If you're watching on the Facebook Live, you can check it out. Very Tron-esque. I, I think that's, that's what they were going for, and I think they got it. And as far as the haziness... That's a damn good looking beer. That's that's just oh, I'm excited. Although I, I don't know yours, I did grab that one because I figured you know I should get at least a little something that I think we will both enjoy. That one, well, you, you take it I, away I'm, from here. I'm incredibly stoked on this. First of all, Flying Dog, easily one of my favorites. I their partnership with Ralph mm. Steadman and their kind of commitment to Hunter S. Thompson's legacy has always been one of those things to me. It's it's every summer. Without fail, I read one of Hunter S. Thompson's books. Uh, last summer was the Rum Diaries. What's this yeah. summer? It's we're already we're well, well in. We're we're gonna do uh, Fear and Loathing on the campaign trail. Oh, makes sense because okay. uh, oh, it's, it's always a good time for that one. I I, I love the way he wrote, but that one uh, was better at, at least film wise. Fear and Loathing much better than Rum Diaries, I would say. Yeah. Well, okay, so. That's another one. Uh, there's. Have you seen Where the Buffalo Roam mm-hmm. with uh, Bill, Bill Murray. Murray playing yeah. Hunter S. Thompson? I think that's a better version of Hunter S. Thompson. Really? I do. I don't get me wrong. Okay, I, maybe I, I maybe Johnny Depp's version of it, but I loved Bill Murray in that movie. I guess. I guess what it comes down to is that the fear and loathing, I thought, did a very good interpretation of how, like, c- cinematically how you would maybe be affected by taking all those crazy drugs. Whereas where the Buffalo roam, you didn't get that quite, they didn't, they didn't quite hit it. Like I imagine it probably was more accurate of the chaoticness that would have ensued on such a, I I just loved his whole model of like inserting himself in the story. And then like wherever it goes, it goes. And 
it always stuck out to me, but Ralph Stedman's art is also phenomenal. But this is the Gonzo Imperial Porter, and uh, it's got one of my favorite quotes from Hunter S. Thompson, and uh, it never got weird enough for me. Of course, uh, it's a little tragic in retrospect when, when you realize that he took his own life in the early 2000s. But uh, 10% ABV, and uh, it says, for optimal freshness, enjoy by vintage 21K. That's not a date. I'm assuming 21. So, so vintage well, probably means it's 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 good to go that long. So twenty one thousand. That's what I would think. So it's good for really. I, I don't know if any bottle another last eighty enough. years. Yeah, uh, seventy eight. I guess. Yeah, I I I don't know. I'm gonna drink I don't know it if now. I, I, yeah, I would say you're better off drinking it now. I mean, I know we drank. And, you know, these old the JR beers and stuff that are in front of I guess I could show them to the camera. But these guys, we did pop these bad boys. And at that point, what were they, 30? Me and Huck drank those Ugh. when they were 35 years old or something? I mean, the fact that, that, that was cans, though. Still six cans sitting in the studio unopened is just... What do you think we were going to get testament. that crazy? Where we <laughs> pop? If you if you, if you were there, you would know. Those aren't worth opening. No, I, 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 do, I do remember you... Both saying they weren't worth opening, but oh. we might have drank more rust than beer that day. But, but I have to say, I, and I think that's kind of the point. It glass though does does last. That's I think what you'd I'm be more curious. worried about the wax seal on the bottle cap, probably. Uh, exactly. I don't know how that would hold up. But this but is this either is the way. Yeah, choice. it's that beer is certainly not going to last that long as it'll be gone by the end of the hour. No question about that. So it's a what, what is it again? Sorry, it's a porter. The Gonzo Imperial Porter. And we all know what that great word imperial means. This is the imperial round. Mine's 8%. Yours is? 10. Mm. Getting crunk on a Tuesday. That's the way we like to it's do it. It's the only way. I mean, this, it flat out says it's got the uh, skull gonzo saying, okay, let's party. So we got to do it. Definitely got to do gotta it. Got to party. But, yeah, when you're talking about Flying Dog and how they have uh, – Oh, the great artwork and stuff. Have you been to Flying Dog? I've not. It's it's not it, that it's far. one of those like just, bucket list items for me is to make my way up there. It's just right up there, man. It's just right up in Maryland. It's not too far. It's worth a uh, worth the trip. I I do wonder what they're gonna do for label artwork once Ralph Steadman passes because he's getting up in years. I know, and they have. And that's such an iconic part of their branding. You're right. I had like they're gonna have to stop making new beers altogether. I really hadn't thought that much about it, but because it is every single logo, isn't it? Every single label. Man, what a deal. I wonder what that sort of, uh, I wonder how much, I wonder, I wonder what sort of figure that deal landed on, you know? Because a lot of people probably buy it simply from the labels yep. with a lot of them. I, I definitely fall in that category. It is really first, great artwork. The first Flying Dog beer I bought was because of the, uh, it, was, it was Raging Bitch. Mm-hmm. And just that crazy, like snarling dog. dog. I was like, "Oh man, this is this is the beer for me." It's craziness going on, and and of course, I've kind of been in love with them ever since. Yeah, yeah. My mind goes when you're drinking. Uh, speaking of dogs on labels, I haven't seen it in so long. But do you remember there was a blueberry beer that had a dog on it? Had like a blue pit bull, I or not a pit bull, a bulldog, or something. Okay, weirdly enough, I know exactly what you're talking about. My my former stepdad actually had a T-shirt with, with the label. I couldn't tell you a thousand years I could never come up with the name of the brewery or the beer in my brain, but I know exactly what you're talking about because I remember uh, 
That was one of the first Wild things I blue. learned. Wild draw. Do they still make this? I, I remember when I was first getting into beer, that was like the blueberry beers and stuff, you know, stuff like that was, and this one was great because not only was it very not beer like, but I'm looking at it right now, 8%, this wild it's blue. Probably malt liquor. Is this still around? Hensley Beverage Company? Yeah, I don't know. I, w- I would love to have another one of those. I probably would hate it now. That's one of those beers where it's just like, oh, it was delicious then, but now you're like, ah, oh, yeah. Do you ever run into, you know, kind of going through your untapped and, you, and you've tried something years ago and you gave it a high score and then you come back and you're like, the hell was I thinking? I haven't quite run into that yet, but I can imagine I will and would. See, I just, I always seek out beers I haven't had before. So I think because of that, I haven't had a lot of repeats. But a lot of my go-tos, I'm trying to think of one that was like a go-to that now I just don't really like, and I can't think of anything. Have you, you've run into that where you're like, because my taste I know has grown since when I first started drinking beer, obviously. I, I used to, I, I mean, couldn't even imagine drinking. There IPAs. was a period, it was in college, where we were really into yingling. And now, like, I almost can't even drink it. It was yingling or rolling rock every weekend. Mm. And now, like, I can't even really stomach a yingling. Yeah. I think there's just so much sugar in it. Well, I, I mean, if we're going that down that road, I, I my first, and I think we might have done this on the, the craft, you know, the first beers or whatever, but the love... That was one of the first craft beers, and now it's just like, eh, you know, whatever. It's just a basic basic wheat beer. But um, one beer, kind of like it were, this wild, the wild blue kind of reminded me of it that makes me uh, want to seek it out, and I'm pretty sure that they just don't make it anymore. But Kugels used to make a beer, and it was called Sunset Wheat, and it, and to me and my friends, we called it the Fruity Pebbles beer because it tasted just like Fruity Pebbles. It was just so sweet and delicious that like a non-beer drinker like me at the time was just like, oh, man, this is amazing. But pretty sure they quit making that a long time ago. For the uh, uh, first few years of going to the, the beach with the in-laws, uh, they weren't my in-laws then. They were just my girlfriend's family. But... I would always get a sampler pack of the Line and Kugels Summer Shandy, and that was breakfast every morning. So it's interesting that you said the uh, Fruity Pebbles beer because they, they they make some easy drinking beers. Yeah, all the I mean they have a ton of different shandies. Yeah, the Line and Kugels does. And Watermelon, not great. Honestly, frankly, at this time, unless I'm like baking in the sun, you know, peach or lakeside, beach or lakeside. I probably wouldn't really care for any of them. I don't. I don't think I've had a shandy in four or five years. Shandies, Rattlers. I'm. I'm well I do beyond like Rattler. that. You like the Rattlers? Just because they're usually made with grapefruit for whatever reason, and I'm a sucker for grapefruit. I hate grapefruit. Well, I never like grapefruit. I'm really glad I didn't give you the other one I had last week. Oh, it's still in the fridge. I know it's it's un it's inevitable that we're gonna drink that one, but it'll be you popping that top. I do. I did see when you grabbed all those fruity sours, and so I was like, oh man, what is this grapefruit? I love a good Rattler. Yeah, I mean, they can, you know, in the right time or place, it can be. But we are not breakfast. Un- unfortunately, we are not uh, by a lake or pool or anything. Like I said, right now we're in the Bear Studio, which is where we like to drink. Some good, hearty, imperial beers, which is what this segment is all about. I got the shoots 
Haze Tron, the Imperial Hazy IPA from Deschutes, which, like you said, I mean, uh, they're out of Bend, Oregon, but they do, you know, they had a lot of, what do they call them, satellite breweries popping up here and there. I guess they tried to do it out here and didn't quite work out. Uh, I still don't know if they've, uh, I mean, I don't know, I haven't heard anymore. Huck, Huck was the one that always knew the news in that department and stuff, but I'm pretty sure that's dead in the water. Last time I was in Roanoke, uh, well, no, not the last time, but when I was in Roanoke for the Burt Kreischer show, I accidentally found their storefront is apparently still like branded with the Deschutes stuff. So, but so, so it, what you close, what are you doing? And it was like the bar or whatever, yeah. but it, it wasn't a brewery. Correct. Um, just a so tap now, room. but now that's even not even that's gone. Anymore. Yeah. All right, well, Which is a shame because they do. They do. I, I do like Deschutes. They offerings. can make some good beer. And in fact, this is a, a great case in point. This might be one of the better Deschutes beers I've had. I mean, it's everything I like about a beer. It's hazy, it's imperial, it's just almost smooth, gone. Delicious. Yeah, it's pretty much gone. This one is probably a step above of that last round. That true action IPA was very, very good, but this one is a little better. I'm gonna give it a four seven five. All right. Uh, I mean, I, I love porters, so I'm I'm biased on this one with the uh, flying dog attachment, the Ralph Steadman art, the delicious beer. Um, it's really smooth. It's 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 not. I mean, all I know is it's Imperial Porter. Is yeah. there any notes of anything you're picking up or what? A, I mean, coffee. Just tastes like a porter. Chocolate. Tastes like a porter. Yeah. A uh, little bit of vanilla. It, 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 it's not a beer you're going to sit down and have a steak with, but after your steak dinner sitting by the fireside. Dessert. You're going to want like four or five of these. Maybe Woo. not that many, but <laughs> it's pretty damn delicious. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm, I'm going to give it a five. All right. There we go. That was the big winner of the day. I'm pretty sure the beers ranked in order of ABV, if I, if I'm not mistaken. We can go they back did. and calculate them. Um, but yeah, clearly the key. We like the big beers here on the Brews Day Tuesday. So yes, next week I think we will uh, celebrate America's Independence a day late, dollar short, and uh, six pack full. I, I don't know. I didn't know where I was going with that, but we'll drink beer. We'll do that one, and then. After that, I do have that fun special show that we're, I'm really looking forward to doing. We're doing we're doing extra extra teases here, and I already know I'm talking with the boys with Sam and Brian. We're doing we're going to be out at Floyd Fest again, and, and you That'll guys be here just wait till know. Christmas. Yeah, at this point we're just a month away. Uh, yeah, we'll be out there at Floyd Fest for that. I'm very Thursday, excited Tuesday. for that. Yes, indeed. I haven't been to Floyd Fest in quite some time because you even got to go last year. I didn't get to go last year. Very near and dear to my heart. I love Floyd Fest. All right. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to drink beer, uh, you know, after I wrap it up because I still got to try that gonzo. But right now, I got to take a break, play a couple commercials. We'll come back with some rock and roll here on 105.3 The Bear. Y'all stick around.